you're listening to the Thought Leaders Business Lab, episode 18. And today I explored the question, what could happen in your business and your life if you shared your truth? Now we take this conversation to a whole new level and explore in a way I never have before. So stay tuned. Hi, I'm Samantha Riley, and I work with thought leaders and experts to help them double their income, their freedom, and their impact to create a business and a life they love. From my business background of 25 years, I've learned there are three key areas to growing a successful business, your mindset, your talents, and the people you surround yourself with. Here in the Business Lab, we'll interview successful entrepreneurs and deep dive to discover the exact strategies that they have used to build their business so that you can experiment and implement these strategies in your business too. Welcome to the Thought Leaders Business Lab. Welcome to the Thought Leaders Business Lab. I'm your host, Samantha Riley, and I'm super excited that you're joining us for today's conversation around speaking and sharing your truth. Now, I've heard a lot of people talking about this topic, but I have never, ever heard someone take sharing your truth or speaking your truth to this level that we're going to deep dive in today. Now, today's featured expert is Heather Joy Bassett, and Heather joined me back in July at my Amplify workshop down there in Melbourne, and she drove me back to the airport very generously, saved me a trip in an Uber, and it was awesome because we had this amazing conversation and took me on a deep dive on sharing and speaking your truth in a way that I have never ever conceived or heard it be spoken about in this way and implemented some of the things we were talking about when I got back home to Sydney and knew straight away that what she was talking about and the way she was talking about it was something that many, many, many more people need to hear. So I got, I reached out to Heather and invited her on the show. So who is Heather? Heather Joy Bassett is a transformational speaker. She's a story weaver, author, and mentor who helps people to unravel the mysteries of their own stories and redefine what is truly possible for them in this lifetime. She's a world champion gold medal, medal athlete who's navigated the painful challenges of upbringing, health, and culture to become a living, breathing example of the human capacity to transform. So Heather knows that it isn't possible without support and being supported to live in this way and to reach the potential that we're capable of. Her career, just a bit of background, her career has spanned over 35 years in business and she served over 15,000 people to live a better quality of life and walk with confidence. Heather now works with entrepreneurs and professionals who want to make a heart-based difference in the world and she supports them to see where they're not trusting and speaking their unique truth and bringing it forth to be trailblazers in their own life, in their workplace, and the community doing work that inspires them and nourishes the soul. So without further ado, let's jump straight into the interview with Heather Joy Bassett. Good morning, Heather Bassett, and welcome to the Thought Leaders Business Lab. I'm so excited to have you here in the room with me today. Good morning, Sam. It's an absolute pleasure to join you. 
I am very excited. We had a quick chat before we pressed record and I actually stopped you and said, let's stop. <laughs> Otherwise we're going to get all the good stuff before we press record. So I'm really looking forward to chatting with you today and seeing where this deep dive takes us. And I know for anyone that has you in their world knows that this conversation could go anywhere and wherever it goes is going to be absolutely amazing. So I'm so looking forward to chatting with you. Awesome. Before we get started, why don't you tell us a little bit about the kinds of people that you work with now and the kinds of things that you help them with in their business or in their life? Yeah, thank, great question. Thank you. I help influencers and generally entrepreneurs and Sometimes it starts out of business and then it ends up being helping them with personal things and then the personal things help the business. So it's a place that we can really explore. One of the things I've been looking at, it's like the X factor. There's an X factor that, that's stopping movement going forward and sometimes it's several things and they can't quite put their finger on what it is and when they're able to to see that, to speak what it is, then it shifts everything in their life, which mm. includes their business. They're generally entrepreneurs that, that I help with. And if there's anything they're stuck with, then we move, then I help them shift that. So then they have the freedom to move on to the next exciting thing. Yeah. And I love that you've even mentioned that right off the bat. As business owners, there's a lot of times where we're thinking, what is stopping us in our business? But our business is only part of our life. There's all of these other areas like relationships and, and you know, and self-care and, and finances. And if any of the other little pieces aren't working, then our business can't operate and we can't operate in our absolute, you know, 10 out of 10 state or genius state. So I love that you just go in and start where it needs to start. Yeah, it's, um, it often, if I go back to, I'm a podiatrist for 40 years, then the problem is often never the problem and finding (laughs) out what's, (laughs) finding out what's actually underneath that symptom and addressing that, then, then that's what shifts everything. Beautiful. 40 years as a podiatrist is absolutely incredible. And I think, you know, so many people have not, you know, in this, in this era, I mean, you know, in our grandparents or great grandparents, they generally did something for their whole life, but it's something that's very rare now. So I think that you've dived deep into that expertise for such a long time is so incredible. And I just want to just say how incredibly inspired I am by that, that, you know, that you've been doing that for so long. Now, I know that you had your own business for quite a lot of those years. Why don't you tell us about a bit about how you've got to this place. So I had a business for 35 years and eight months and the eight months always, <laughs> I need to put that in and I'm not, and I'm not sure and I'm not sure why. And I was passionate. I still am passionate about podiatry and about feet. And for me, I had a leverage business for most of those 35 years or perhaps it was closer to 30 years. and. For me, it was crazy because I have a leverage business that I had this call that this is not my future, but I have a leverage business. It's not my future. And I had this debate going on and on in, in my head um, and, because, and I still loved it and I was still passionate about it. 
but this deep, deep calling and knowing that that was not my future. So I, in my business, I had a team and for that, it was a really big exploration. I spent lots of time doing professional development and then it was when I really began to do the personal development that things shifted in my business and shifted with my team. And then I could really see what was working and what wasn't, what wasn't working and also what I was taking responsibility for and not taking responsibility. So things, things when I delved into my personal my personal awareness, my personal, yeah, deep exploration of who I am and what I was doing and why I was doing it, then the shifts are dramatic in, again, relationships, which is we're all in so many relationships, as you say, with your finances, with your business, with your partner, with your family, with your colleagues, with your team. And what it all stems down to is one of the biggest relationships is with yourself. And to explore that relationship then shifts every other relationship. Now, I know that we spoke a little while ago and there was a word that came up, which I remember looking at you going, okay, I think I know what you're talking about, but I'm not sure. <laughs> uh, and it's, uh, you, it's the word spruce. Can you tell us, because this, this word, like the more and more that you've been in my world, the more and more this pops into my head all the time. Can you tell mm. us what spruce is? Because this is just really what I want to deep dive into today. Cool. Spruce is the art of speaking truth with love and compassion. And I get goosebumps saying that. So there's a, there's a lot of information out there that we should speak our truth. Uh, when we're from childhood onwards, often when we speak our truth, then we were condemned for that. And then we'd speak our truth and say something, then mum would get hurt or dad would get angry or partners. Like throughout life, we've been called to speak our truth, but then there's not spaces where we can do that. And so I had this realisation of changing. How do we change that? Socrates said the, the man who speaks his truth is the most hated man. And so we have such conflict about being able to speak our truth and in spaces where we can, what I now call spruce. And even with clients, I had clients that I'd had for 30 odd years who I loved. They were like family. And there was this one occasion I was walking down the street and I, I saw one of them and I was like, Hey, how are you doing? And he's like, good. And I was like, all right, there's a problem. It's like, is everything okay? And he's like, yeah. And it's like, okay, please, please speak to me. Please tell me because I knew it was about my business. And, and then he shared something and his big thing was, I don't want to get into anyone into trouble. And so this is a client I've been looking after for 30 years who couldn't speak his truth because he was scared that by doing that, someone would get into trouble. And that just, it really rocked me to my, my core that, I hadn't created a space where my clients could be honest with me, even though I, some of them I'd been seeing every month for 30 years. Mm -hmm. And so with the feedback he gave me, like, I was so grateful that, and I said, nobody's going to get into trouble. We want to learn and we want to grow. So I really, really, 
I'm so grateful that you've, that you've had the courage and the vulnerability to speak this. And again, that shifted so many things in the clinic. It changed our training methods. It helped me mentor the team member that he was talking about. So often in business, we think that we've created spaces where people speak their truth. And more and more, I see that we don't. I'm going to play devil's advocate here for just cool. a minute. And I know that you're Love it. playing this with me. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I, I can totally hear that speaking the truth is going to be very helpful. And mm-hmm. especially, you know, as experts and, and working with clients that a lot of times we do need to speak the truth for that client to get the most possible success or to achieve what it is they need to, to achieve. But what about the flip side? What about accepting the truth? Does there need to be some awareness around accepting it as well? Because it can be, you know, just as we we know that when we speak our truth, we get into trouble. Sometimes we don't want to hear it either. What can you tell us Mm. about that? Yeah, that's a beautiful thing because speaking the truth is, is totally subjective. And speaking the truth is a lot of it is based on what I feel. Not necessarily what I'm thinking, but what I'm feeling. So the thing is, often the speaking the truth is not about the other person. It's actually about ourself. And then from that space, what, what I'm feeling to be true. The thing is, then we need to create a culture where we can hold space for someone to speak their truth. Mm-hmm. So the truth is actually about about what I feel, what's happening inside me, not just about what's happening in the other person. So from that space, then it's a totally different conversation. When we have conversations that are saying, you're not doing this, or you're not doing that, or you are, or you are, it's totally about me saying to my mentor, I'm really stuck. This is not working for me. Now, often we won't even have those conversations because we're concerned about how the other person's going to respond. But it's not about my mentor. It's about me. I feel stuck. I feel this is not working for me. And as soon as we, the most profound thing is as soon as we speak any truth, then the perspective can shift and we can expand and we can see new possibilities. When we don't speak those words, we're stuck in a loop in our head that we can't see any other possibility. We can only see that one scenario that plays out and out and out and out in your head. Mm-hmm. And having been on a dive of feeling isolated and having depression and, and things like that, we literally, we think we are seeing all sides of things and we think we have a pers- different perspective on things and we simply don't. We get stuck in a loop. So to be able to speak our truth, spruce, whatever it is, is about how I feel. So as a mentor saying, I'm struggling with this. I'm not getting the results. I feel something. Then that shifts the dynamics between and it opens up and it expands things. So it's I I feel, I think, and the truth for me whatever that is in a relationship. So a perfect example is I, I say things to my daughter and I said to her, Nat, we are so alike. We're so alike. We can blend in. We're the chameleon. We can be whatever, whatever anyone else needs us to be or wants us to be. And she just said, nope. 
And I was like, huh? <laughs> like, what? Like, I'm, I was so convinced that this is true. And she said, no. And I was like, cool. So now there was a time maybe that would shut me down, but now that just opens me. It's like, okay, what's possible? Mm. What's possible? So tell me more. And, and she said, I give people what they want. You give them what they need. And it was like, ooh. That's Tracy. Ooh. <laughs> and, and then she said, that's a really good thing. And I was like, ooh, is it? Um, but again, just by me speaking, by me speaking out what's true for me, then perspectives can shift. And that's a really profound thing. What generally happens or what most people I know have been taught is that if we speak our truth, then everything shuts down. And that's often the experience we grow up with. Absolutely. Yes. And from what I'm hearing, everything that you're saying is once we're talking from that feeling uh, or, or speaking our truth with love and compassion and, and mm. really being very aware on how we feel, how we think, that that then opens up the curiosity or makes us curious to explore different things, which is going to mean that as a person that we're going to be able to grow so much more. So much more. That's phenomenal, really, when there are so many things in, in my life where I've not spoken things because I thought I'm protecting the other person. Yes, so even there was a situation where I didn't speak my truth and it was in my workplace uh -huh. and it was about something that was continually going on, which made, so there were so many levels going on in my business of, of like the, the open, honest, and then, then there was a, a toxic layer. And then I ran my business successfully for 35 years and eight months from my heart from my heart. That was, that was what guide me, guided me and led me. And I also had other people that, that came in with beautiful expertise in other places. But then it went horribly wrong on some levels and beautiful on others. And I tried to protect this person all the way along. And it's a really convoluted, involved process. But it wasn't until someone pointed out to me and said, you're being bullied, that Everything just opened for me and it was like, oh my gosh, like that is the truth of it. I'm actually being bullied in my own business. But when I flipped the reality of that was I'd given away my power. I'd given away my center. I'd given away responsibility that wasn't to someone else and they'd taken responsibility and I gave some more. This whole thing was playing out because I never spoke my truth about how I felt. And then when I, when I spoke that to all these people that I thought I was protecting, it just opened everything and shifted everything in, in literally every aspect of my life, in every relationship of my life by speaking that. And so what we think we're protecting by not speaking our truth is often not the truth. Amazing. One of the, the ways that I feel that we could have a little conversation uh, to help people understand this, and I, yeah. again, this is a conversation we've had before, and seriously, since we had this conversation, I have been so different with my team, and I always thought, <laughs> and, and I am, I'm a good leader, I love my team, and, and all of my clients know that I love my team. 
but being able to speak from a place of truth at all times has taken it to a, a whole new level. And I know that when you and I were chatting, you were talking about a situation that you'd had with a staff member. I don't know if you can remember that conversation that we had or, or that situation, but I'm hoping right now that you can because there's a lot of people that listen to this show that do have a team, that do have staff, whether they're virtual or a local team. How can speaking the truth change what happens in their business when they're speaking the truth to their team? Again, it really is profound because when we're not speaking our truth, everyone knows it at some level. But if we don't, and also if we don't have a space to speak our truth in our work situation, guess what happens? Everyone's speaking their truth around the coffee table or on the Friday night or with their bestie or they go home and they and they speak their truth somewhere else. So I'm not sure which is, this is the one we spoke about, but one of the things is I had a young woman working with me. Was this the one? Yeah, it is. Yep. It is. Cool. And she would tell me how happy she was and she loved being with me and I knew that. I knew that. My heart for her heart, I knew that. And then I went outside and I was in the street and I ran into her mum and I said, hey, how are you? And again, I had that sinking feeling. I was like, I love having your daughter work with me. And she's like, yeah. And I was like, what's wrong? And she's like, nothing. And I'm like, please tell me, please. And she's like, no, nothing. And in that moment, I knew that I was deeply missing something. And so when this young girl came in, um, to work again, you know, she'd come in and we'd have hugs and it's like, how are you? And she'd grown so much as a person that was phenomenal, but there was this thing that I was missing. And then I said, so I saw your mum in the street and she was like, Oh, like, what did she tell you? What did she tell you? And I said, nothing. And she said, no, what did she tell you? And I said, she didn't tell me anything. I know that there's something wrong. I said, what do you talk about when you go home? I said, do you go home really stressed and do you share everything that you get wrong at work? And she just stopped and she started to tear up. And I said, so what is it you talk about? And she said, yeah. She said, I, I feel like I don't, I feel like I get it wrong. I feel like I'm not good enough. I feel like I, I, I screw up and she just let out all of this stuff that she was feeling. And again, I was just like, oh my goodness, I think I'm creating such a beautiful space here. And yet all this stuff is locked inside of her. And so as we spoke that, and it just gave me a new perspective to give her a new perspective. And we shifted everything to instead of anything failing is being a learning experience. And then when something happened, I was like, okay, what do we learn now? And then she went from laughing. So she went from having this massive big list of what she was getting wrong and going home and her whole focus and her whole weekend, because she worked on Fridays, being based on that to being able to walk out the door every Friday night, free, liberated, go home and tell them, I learned this and this and this and this. And her whole, her whole life has shifted from that moment. She's not trapped and locked in any of the, of the stuff. She's able to see new perspectives immediately. And 
it's one of the most joyous occasions to be absolutely flattened with what you don't know. And so powerful to just be asking the question and being open to seeing what you know is your reality and being 100% sure of knowing what's going on to seeing the perspective (laughs) and going, wow, I had no idea that was even happening. Yeah. So powerful. So powerful. And then I've had so many conversations with people with, I have other colleagues who work as locum, so they go and will work for somewhere. And, and they say, you know, they hear all, all the stuff that's not being said to the boss. And I'm like, cool, as bosses, we're often telling the world how wonderful we are at creating this wonderful thing. And we absolutely are because everything's multi-layered. At the possibility of making it an even more beautiful space so as it's not us telling people it's a wonderful space to work in. They're telling people that it's a wonderful space to, um, and they're going away saying how amazing it is that they can have these conversations and, and be really open and it's profound is, it's beautiful. Absolutely. Now you're talking about relationships and, and you mentioned that your relationship with yourself is the most important thing and having, you know, speaking the truth to yourself. Now, you're in business for 35 years and eight months, and I'll never forget that. <laughs> That's what the is about. There is no way I'm ever going to forget that. <laughs> That's the point, obviously. You got your answer. I got my answer. I did. I did get my answer. <laughs> at, at what point did you speak the truth to yourself and acknowledge that this wasn't, that you didn't want to con- continue on the journey in your podiatry clinic because I've also been in business a long time and I know that when I decided to sell my dance studio the the thoughts had been going through my mind for a couple of years and was the thoughts of I can't let the kids down I can't let my clients down you know my customers my parents And, and I was talking myself out of it even though I knew that it was time to move on when did you acknowledge that, that truth for yourself? And did you have that same sort of journey where you wanted to move on, but you were afraid and you were talking yourself out of it? Can you take us on that journey? Yeah, absolutely. And again, because we don't speak it out to anyone, <laughs> or I didn't, and again, I've heard lots of other people when, when I look back, there were so many warning signs that I needed to change things in my life. And so if I go back three years ago, on paper, I had it all. I'm a world champion athlete in lacrosse. I've got a successful business. I've got the white picket fence. I've got two grown-up children. I'm in a relationship. Literally on paper, I had it all. But there was something missing and I was depressed. I had addictive behaviors going on and I wasn't being true to myself. But I didn't know. Again, it was like that X factor. This is just not right. And then everything in a way began to unravel. And my confusion was, I love podiatry. I love this community, these... The people that I was looking after, some of them literally for 35 years. Now, I had times off when I was in depression and not there and times when I had my children and I was not there. But I'd held space for some of my clients for 
30, at the end, 35 years and eight months. And the idea of letting go, they were all my grandmas. They were my aunts. They were my uncles. They were my children. Everyone that came into my clinic was family. And, and I was so confused and I didn't have anyone to talk to. I didn't have anyone that I felt safe to speak this stuff to. And again, not being able to speak it out loud meant it went round and round and round and round in my head. And then over time, like I shifted many things in my business. I may, we did business there. Like I don't know anyone else does business. I changed up how podiatry is done from all of my teaching. So things were working at so many beautiful levels, but I wasn't. And over time it was, this is not my future. And I had such a deep knowing that it wasn't my future and such a fear of, I don't know what my future is. That, and that was, and that was the thing. And every time I'd come up with, this is not my future, then all the fear would just shut that down. And then I'd shove it down. I'd shove all the feelings inside that the business also started to fail. And it's like, and as the business started to fail, I just wasn't being true to myself. I wasn't, I wasn't being honest. But when I look back, I did, I actually set everything in motion, but I just wouldn't admit it to myself. Yeah. So I took on a new team member and I took on a new team member that I was like, can I actually work with this person? And he wanted to manage something. He wanted to move into management. He wanted to have his own business by the time they were 40. So he went on a massive growth journey as, as a clinician, as, as a man, as a human, as a potential manager. And what I actually did looking back was I took this person on and I totally empowered him. And instead of having a business by the time he was 40, the business ran down enough so he could, I could actually sell it because he would never have been able to, to buy it. He was able to buy it. He now has his own business at 30 instead of 40. So when I look back, every single step lined up, but I just didn't have anyone to talk about, talk about it and to be really honest and say, this is not my future. And so, so for me now, helping people be spruce and be honest and have that person to go, well, this is my future, but it's not working this way. Or this is, this is not my future. I'm not sure what it is. And going, you know what? That's okay. That's okay to know, not know. Then, and to have a space where you can speak your truth. Had I, as soon as I do that in anything, it shifts everything. Totally. And it's just, it, it's so incredible how, how much that conversation going around in your head can turn into the only word I can think of is shitstorm. <laughs> it's yeah. without having someone to talk it out to, it doesn't make sense. No. And I love that word because <laughs> <laughs> I love that. One of, one of my biggest things is, is energy. And for me, it's when something makes sense in my life. And so I think the last three years has been really a deep dive journey of, of making sense of me. And the more I can make sense of me, then I can make to help others make sense of them. And that's in a way, you know, that that's, that's one of my, one of my tools is helping people make, make sense of, 
what doesn't make make sense and how I do that is sharing my journey well this was my experience and then again people can when we're honest about it and go okay this really sucked this was really shitty this is what I did then people go huh it's not just me then huh okay there's a new perspective on something then again there's there's opportunities and even when we look at depression and lots of illness and things like that, then we're so stuck, but we think we're seeing the world in, in every view. And, and again, depression is made, made wrong. It's made an illness, but depression is a deep, dark journey into what am I doing here and why am I doing it and not being able to see another alternative. And we don't see another alternative because we're not speaking about it. Yeah. Totally. So for someone that's in their business right now and is really resonating with what you're saying and maybe thinking, this is how I've felt for a while. I'm stuck. I don't know what to do next. I feel like I'm not sure what my choices are. What is something simple that they can do today to start exploring something different? Yeah, beautiful. The first thing is do something different, (laughs) 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 which is anything. Um, Get out of bed on the other side, um, clean your teeth before breakfast. I don't know, anything that that shifts something. And at a a deeper level is for some people it's journal it, some people it's write it out. It seriously is speak it out loud, even if it's just to yourself. And it may be speak it out loud as you're walking down the street. People think you're nuts, cool, well, welcome to the tribe. Um, or it's, it's, <laughs> sorry, <look at your, laughs> just sorry, that was hilarious, but, but please continue. <laughs> it, it is like, we think we're the only one, but literally walk down the street and, and speak it out loud and, or in your car, where, wherever it is a place that you feel, that you feel safe. That's the biggest factor is that you need to feel safe, one, within yourself and two, in your environment mm-hmm. when you speak. And I'm mindful of, this is a story with some, someone else, but she said, I'm mindful of where I speak. You know, I'm not going to speak about feminism in a certain pub in the UK where I grew up that's full of a bunch of these people. So when we speak our truth, it's like, okay, cool. One of the biggest things is, am I safe? Yes. And if I'm not safe and I don't feel safe, then we need to get help. So a lot of people, there are so many business owners, we lose so many friends through suicide and things like that because people don't feel safe, that they have a safe space to speak. And if we did have a safe space to speak, no one would ever suicide again because they would actually be able to say, I'm not safe. So one of the most important things is, are you safe? Are you safe within? And if you don't feel safe, please, please tell someone. And ask for and ask for for help, and then it's what from within. The next thing is like, is this a safe environment to speak my truth? And then from there, it may be go and find a paddock and stomp up and down and scream and and let some feelings out and actually see what you're feeling, feel what you're feeling, and then it may be another one is just stop, just stop for a moment and have some stillness, and then look in the mirror. Look at yourself in the mirror and speak out loud the thoughts that are going around and around in your head. Love it. Often we have no stillness. We don't take the moment to go, what am I actually thinking? 
there's a million things going at a million miles an hour and we push them down and shoving them aside and not listening and not feeling the fear or the anger or the sadness or the joy that's that's underneath it all. Like, what are we feeling? And that, let that into the mix, not just what we're thinking. It's like, what am I feeling? I'm feeling anxious every time I get out of bed. I'm feeling dread as I'm going into work. I don't want to face what I've got to deal with at work. I'm walking on eggshells every day. Whatever it is, there's so many... T- telltale signs but we don't stop and go what what is it that I'm feeling what underpins all of this thinking and for me I was going into work and it was walking on eggshells all the time all the time so fearful of upsetting someone and I was the boss but I was so scared of upsetting this person and I, I'm so sure scared so many people understand that feeling and that feeling when you are walking on eggshells, you're unable to make decisions uh, mm. in a clear way, in a rational way. You're unable to decide things that really matter for yourself and for your business. And it is a deep downward spiral from that, from that place of trying to mm. create something. And it's very, very tricky mm. to get out of that. It is. And that's often what we will, what I know a lot of businesses, again, I know it's not just me. A lot of business owners, we end up thinking that if this particular team member leaves, we're screwed. (laughs) I'm laughing because I've had that thought. I've also had the thoughts of when this particular team member leaves, it will be better. So I've seen it from yep. both sides. And yeah. what, I know that you, that you and I know exactly what the answer to that is. Mm. It yeah. doesn't change. So, and, and that was one of my, my bigger, one of my biggest journeys that I went through that one of my team members, again, recognizing that I'm taking responsibility, but at the time I felt like the victim and I felt like I was actually being blackmailed. Mm-hmm. It was emotional blackmail that was going on. And the thing is, I created that all by myself <laughs> and I invited, I invited someone else to join me. And um, that, that's what I felt. Uh, it was emotional blackmail. You know, if you do this, then I'm leaving. And I seriously thought that I wouldn't cope if this person left. That was like, and again, I know a lot of business owners are like that. How am I going to cope? You know, I, I, don't, I don't know how I will cope if, if this person walks away. I don't know how I will cope. And I remember when I would have podiatrists say, I'm leaving, and then I would think, oh, how am I going to manage? How am I going to manage? And it, it took me years to go. Someone would come up and say, you know, hey, cool, I want to talk to you. Well, the only thing they're ever going to do is leave. And it's like, okay, cool. They'd say, you know, talk to you later. And I was like, no, we're going to have this conversation now. Cool. You know, I would like, um, you know, I'm resigning and I would like to um, leave in X amount of days or whatever. And then that was my choice to go, huh, I hadn't seen, there are times when I'd seen the the signs Mm -hmm. and I got better at seeing the signs. So I knew uh, what I was all off, what I was doing in my early years was I was letting them lead. One of the biggest things, that, which um, you know, is, is I'm being reminded of, of, is in this conversation, was that I knew when team members were not the right fit, and I had 
But again, I didn't want to deal with the other things. So again, I, I had another, another young girl come on board and, and the stipulations for coming to work with me were that I wanted someone long-term. I didn't some, want someone short-term. I wanted someone long-term because I'd put so much energy into sharing my wisdom and so as these people could soar and literally stand on my shoulders and fly. And I had this one girl working with me and I couldn't connect with her. And it was like, and I know, I now know if I can't connect with someone, I have the wrong team member, just blanket for starters. But it got to the point where I, I just couldn't manage it. And I was, I, I couldn't see a way through it. And then one day she said, she was leaving. And I was like, cool, that opened up some space. But then later that day, she said to me, like she let something slip and she'd actually had another job lined up since she joined me. So the thing was that she hadn't been honest right from the start. Mm -hmm. So she couldn't be open. I couldn't connect with her, but I couldn't join the dots of why I couldn't connect. I didn't respond very well. It wasn't pretty. And it really made me realize we can get the right person. We need all four things to line up ideally. Mm -hmm. And short term, no, but we need the right people in the right place at the right time for the right reason. Mm -hmm. And I can look back at um, the times I took team members on and not all of those things lined up or those things shifted. And then I would just let things play out. Whereas if now it's like, I would let people go if I, with the knowledge that I have now and as I build a team, if I don't have those four factors lining up and we're not talking about it and going, okay, well, this is short term. You don't really want to be here. I don't really want you to be here. Then cool. What are we, what are we doing here? Then we can play with that. But when you've got people that don't want to be there and everyone's sort of pretending that, yes, we do, it's a recipe for disaster. Totally. Oh, so many things dropping in for me there, thinking back to all of my years and the way things played out. And I'm sure other people mm. will be having the same, the same epiphanies at the moment. So if there's someone that's listening, Heather, and they're totally understanding everything you say, but not sure how to actually move forward, and they really want someone to help them, someone with 35 years and eight months experience in running a business <laughs> to help them not only speak their truth, but to build their business. How do they stay connected with you? Yeah, awesome. Um, definitely on Facebook. You can hit me on LinkedIn, but I'm, I'm spruithing here. My LinkedIn profile isn't, um, isn't really up to date. I'm exploring how that's going to work. So I'm on Facebook. They can also email me at Heather at heatherjoybassett.com and we can we can just have an exploration so when I work with people then um, we co-create what they need so it's and that's really important for me is again that whoever I'm working with it it's really comes from a, pa a place of spruce that it's like okay we we explore and then and then we have a starting point that we co-create what um what they need and really explore that and and make it podiatry term bespoke custom it's not it's not custom it's bespoke it literally is what is it that that you need so i have I have people that I connect with weekly. I have people that I connect with three weekly. It really does depend on where you're at in your journey as to how much support someone, someone needs because it's big changes. And again, there's so much joy in there. And at the same time, 
it's terrifying. Mm-hmm. It's, it's all of it. It can be, it can be joyful and it can be terrifying. So, so yeah, I would love for people to reach out. You can PM me on Facebook as well and happy to have a chat and see, see how I can support people. Perfect. So I will link up all of those, those ways to connect with Heather in the show notes with the email there so that you can just pop explore in the subject line and reach out and connect with Heather. Heather, it, I'm going to speak my truth. It has been an absolute pleasure to chat with you today. You are an amazing, amazing lady with so much to give and so much knowledge and wisdom. And it has been a beautiful conversation today. And I hope you've enjoyed it as much as I have. Thank you for sharing with all of our listeners here in the Business Lab. It's been my absolute pleasure to share. And yeah, I've loved it. So thank you for the opportunity. Do you want to grow and scale your business so you can make an even bigger impact? One of the reasons I've been able to achieve the success I have over the years can be attributed to one simple factor, surrounding myself with like-minded people, people who think big like me, who have a desire for growth and who understand the challenges we face when growing and scaling a business. That's why I've created a free community, especially for thought leaders and experts just like you, and I'd love you to join us. Just request access to my free Facebook group at Thought Leaders in a Circle. If you enjoyed today's episode, I would love you to share this on your favorite social account. Just head to samanthariley.global forward slash podcast, click on your favorite episode and you'll see the buttons right there to share the love. And as this show is new, I would love, love, love you to leave a five-star rating and a review on iTunes. See you next time in the Thought Leaders Business Lab.